Numbers chapter 26, verse 1. And it came to pass after the plague that the Lord spoke unto Moses and unto Eleazar the son of Aaron the priest, saying, 2. Take the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel from twenty years old and upward by their fathers' houses, all that are able to go forth to war in Israel. Aaron's dead, so Eleazar is now the high priest. 3. And Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, saying, They're speaking to all the people. 4. Take the sum of the people from twenty years old and upward, as the Lord commanded Moses and the children of Israel, that came forth out of the land of Egypt. 5. Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, the sons of Reuben, of Hanok, the family of the Hanukites, of Palu, the family of the Paluites. First, it summarizes the head names, like the princes and the chiefs in each family. And each family has thousands of people in it. 6. Of Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, of Carmi, the family of the Carmites. 7. These are the families of the Reubenites, and they that were numbered of them were forty and three thousand and seven hundred and thirty. Forty-three thousand seven hundred and thirty. 8. And the sons of Pelu, Eliab. Eliab is Pelu's son, but both of them are heads of huge families. 9. And the sons of Eliab, Nemuel and Dathan and Abiram. These are that Dathan and Abiram, the elect of the congregation, who strove against Moses and against Aaron in the company of Korah when they strove against the Lord. These are the same two guys that died because they defied the will of the Lord, and they thought that Korah should take Moses' place, and they were on Korah's side of the argument, which was the wrong side. 10. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah. When that company died, what time the fire devoured? 250 men, and they became a sign. Korah's family were swallowed in a crack in the earth. The earth opened up, swallowed them. They went to hell alive and then the earth closed. And then the other 120 men that were with them who had the censers were all burned. They were consumed by God. 11. Notwithstanding, the sons of Korah died not. It said that Korah and his family died, so I assumed that would be his sons, but it actually just meant his immediate household. His sons didn't die, so God allowed that line to remain, to have a genealogy. And this is something that God does over and over. He always wants the genealogical lines of the children of Israel preserved. So that's probably why he let the sons live, even though the father's household died. 12. The sons of Simeon, after their families, of Nemuel, the family of the Nemuelites, of Jamin, the family of the Jaminites, of Joaquin, the family of the Joaquinites, all of these guys, Nemuel, Jamin, and Joaquin, are all sons of Simeon. 13. Of Zerah, the family of the Zerahites, of Shaul, the family of the Shaulites. 14. These are the families of the Simeonites, 20 and 2,200. So 22,200. The sons of Gad, after their families, of Zephon, the family of the Zephonites, of Haggi, the family of the Haggites, of Shuni, the family of the Shunites, 16, of Ozni, the family of the Oznites, of Eri, the family of the Arites, 17, of Arid, the family of the Aridites, of Arali, the family of the Aralites, 18, these are the families of the sons of Gad, according to those that were numbered of them, 40,500, 19, the sons of Judah, Aaron Onan, and Aaron Onan died in the land of Canaan. Aaron Onan must have been a new generation because they made it to the promised land. Because remember, God is only going to allow the most recent generation into the promised land. 
He's not going to allow the people who were alive when Moses first took them out of Egypt because they all didn't trust him and they complained and had no faith that God was delivering them. So he cursed them and said, only your children will enter the land of Canaan. Aaron Onan must be children who were born into the journey of the Israelites. 20, and the sons of Judah. Now Judah is the priestly tribe. So this is the tribe that Jesus is going to descend from technically, because in reality, he's the son of God and he doesn't have an earthly father. But historically, according to common belief, he's going to descend from the tribe of Judah. 20, and the sons of Judah after their families were Shelah, the family of the Shelanites, of Perez, the family of the Perezites, of Zerah, the family of the Zerahites. And Perez was the twin that Okay, the first baby put his hand out, and then Perez pulled him back into the birth canal and went forward, and Perez came out because they tied a string around that baby's hand. But then the baby that came out was not the baby that had the string around its hand, and that was Perez, and Perez means break forth. He broke forth, and he went ahead of his oldest brother. This is the common theme in the Bible that the oldest gets replaced by the youngest, and this happens many times in the Bible. Because God doesn't use the mighty to work his will. He uses the weak ones. That way he gets more glory. We know it isn't because so-and-so was strong. He always picks the least and the lowest to use to work his miracles. 21. And the sons of Perez were of Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, of Hamul, the family of the Hamulites. Hezron is in the 25th generation after Adam. From Adam to Jesus is so many generations, but the 25th generation after Adam is Hezron, and Hezron's son is Ram. Ram was probably alive at this time, but he isn't mentioned because he's not the head of the household yet. Ram is, could be a child, or he's just not married yet, which means there's actually 26 generations now represented from Adam to Jesus. The first generations lived 800 years on average, so that's why it's 25 generations and not more. 22, these are the families of Judah, according to those that were numbered of them, threescore and 16,500. 76,500 is what it's saying. 23, the sons of Issachar, after their families, Tola, the family of the Tolaites, of Puva, the family of the Punites. 24, of Dashab, the family of the Dashabites, of Shimron, the family of the Shimronites. 25. These are the families of Issachar, according to those that were numbered of them. Three score and 4,300. That's 64,300. 26. The sons of Zebulun, after their families, of Sarid, the family of the Saridites, of Elon, the family of the Elonites, of Jalil, the family of the Jalilites. 27. These are the families of the Zebulunites, according to those that were numbered of them, threescore thousand and five hundred. So that's sixty thousand five hundred. Joseph got a double blessing. So instead of it being the tribe of Joseph, he gets a tribe, one for each of his sons. His sons are Manasseh and Ephraim. So he gets a tribe for Manasseh and a tribe for Ephraim instead of just Joseph having a tribe. 28. The sons of Joseph after their families, Manasseh and Ephraim. 29. The sons of Manasseh, of Macher, the family of the Macherites, and Macher begot Gilead, of Gilead, the family of the Gileadites. 30. These are the sons of Gilead, of Ezer, the family of the Ezerites, of Helic, the family of the Helicites. 
31 of Azrael, the family of the Azraelites, and of Shechem, the family of the Shechemites. 32. And of Shemidah, the family of the Shemidahites, and of Hefer, the family of the Heferites. 33. And Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, had no sons but daughters, and the names of the daughters of Zelophehad were Mala and Noah, Haglah, Milcah, and Tirzah. These daughters are going to request that they have an inheritance just as if they were sons. Because if they don't get the same inheritance that sons would get, then their father's name will end. And that and God will honor their request because he wants to keep that line alive. 34. These are the families of Manasseh, and they that were numbered of them were 50 and 2,700. 35. These are the sons of Ephraim after their families. Even though Ephraim is younger than Manasseh, his tribe is greater. It has a higher position. Normally, whenever they talk about the tribes, Ephraim is always listed first. That's another case where the younger son took the place of the firstborn. 35. These are the sons of Ephraim after their families. Of Shuthilah, the family of the Shuthilahites. Of Becher, the family of the Becherites. Of Tehan, the family of the Tehanites. 36. And these are the sons of Shuthelah. Of Aaron, the family of the Aaronites. 37. These are the families of the sons of Ephraim, according to those that were numbered of them. 30 and 2,500. These are the sons of Joseph after their families. 38. The sons of Benjamin after their families. Of Bela, the family of the Belaites. Of Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites. Of Aharam, the family of the Aharamites. 39. Of Shephupham the family of the Shephuphamites, of Hufam, the family of the Hufamites. 40. And the sons of Bela were Ard and Naaman, of Ard, the family of the Ardites, of Naaman, the family of the Namites. 41. These are the sons of Benjamin after their families, and they that were numbered of them were forty and five thousand and six hundred. 42. These are the sons of Dan after their families, of Shuhan, the family of the Shuhamites. These are the families of Dan after their families. They're doing this in order from clockwise, from Reuben all the way around the tabernacle, where all the families are camped, starting with Reuben in the upper right-hand corner of the tabernacle, which would be the northeast corner, and then moving down clockwise all around. 42. These are the sons of Dan after their families, of Shuhan, the family of the Shuhamites. These are the families of Dan after their families. 43. All the families of the Shuhamites, according to those that were numbered of them, were threescore and four thousand and four hundred. So that's sixty-four thousand and four hundred. 44. The sons of Asher, after their families, of Imnah, the family of the Imnites, of Ishvi, the family of the Ishvites, of Bariah, the family of the Bariahites. 45. Of the sons of Bariah, of Heber, the family of the Heberites, of Malkiel, the family of the Malkielites. 46. The name of the daughter of Asher was Sarah. It's interesting that Sarah gets mentioned when she's a female. Asher had male children. Sarah must play an important role later on, so we'll have to watch for her. 47. These are the families of the sons of Asher according to those that were numbered of them, 50 and 3,400. 48. The sons of Naphtali, after their families, of Jezeel, the family of the Jezeelites, of Guni, the family of the Gunites. 49. Of Jezer, the family of the Jezerites, of Shilem, the family of the Shilamites. 50. These are the families of Naphtali, according to their families, and they that were numbered of them were forty and five thousand and four hundred. 
51. These are they that were numbered of the children of Israel, 600,000 and 1,000 and 730. That's 601,000 and 730. All those numbers added up. But that's only the men who are 20 years old and older. This doesn't include any young boys or young men, and it doesn't include any women. It's almost 602,000. So you'd probably multiply that by at least four to get how many are actually there. Two and a half million people. 52. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 53. Unto these the land shall be divided for an inheritance according to the number of names. 54. To the more thou shalt give the more inheritance, and to the fewer thou shalt give the less inheritance. To each one according to those that were numbered of it shall its inheritance be given. God is saying, if there's less people in a family, they get less land. And if there's more people in a family, they get more land. He was actually counting them to tell Moses how much land they're going to get. And remember when the spies were sent into Canaan, one of the reasons they were supposed to go there was to plot out the land and basically make a map of it to decide which tribes get which areas of Canaan, which will later be called Israel. 55. Notwithstanding, the land shall be divided by lot. According to the names of the tribes of their fathers, they shall inherit. That means God will decide because they're going to choose straws or whatever, and God will actually make the decision of which tribe gets which area. 56. According to the lot shall their inheritance be divided between the more and the fewer. 57. And these are they that were numbered of the Levites after their families, of Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, of Kohath, the family of the Kohathites, of Merari, the family of the Merarites. Those are all the Levites. Those ones won't get land because they're Levites. They'll get cities within the different tribes' areas to live in because they don't need to have farms or anything because they get all of their food from serving in the tabernacle, so they don't need to raise livestock or anything like that. 58. These are the families of Levi, the family of the Libnites, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Malites, the family of the Mushites, the family of the Korahites, and Kohath begot Amram. 59. And the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt, and she bore unto Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam, their sister. This is explaining how Moses came to be. Amram is the son of Kohath, who is a son of Levi, down the line. And then he married Jochebed, and she gave birth to Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. 60. And unto Aaron were born Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. 61. And Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. They decided to make a show of God's power, and so they were killed for it. And there's actually a lot of ministers today who do this. They get people so revved up about God's power that they forget what the main message is, which is that we need to repent and take up our cross and follow Jesus. And that was the problem with Nadab and Abihu. They got a charge out of seeing the power of God, and they wanted to do their own thing to make more power show, and they were killed. 62. And they that were numbered of them were twenty and three thousand every male from a month old and upward. The Levites are numbered from a month old and upward because they aren't going to take land. They get their food from serving in the tabernacle. For they were not numbered among the children of Israel because there was no inheritance given them among the children of Israel. And that means no land. 63. These are they that were numbered by Moses and Eleazar the priest, who numbered the children of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho. 
after Moses dies, the Israelites are going to cross Jericho to get to Canaan. And it's going to be a miraculous crossing, just like when they crossed the Red Sea. 64. But among these, there was not a man of them that were numbered by Moses and Aaron the priest, who numbered the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. 65. For the Lord had said of them, They shall surely die in the wilderness. And there was not left a man of them, save Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua the son of Nun. Caleb and Joshua are the only two from the previous generation who are still alive. All these other people that were listed are, now the heads of the families may be dead, but the men in the family, they're all from a new generation. Caleb and Joshua are the only ones from older generation, but they have faith, so God is allowing them to enter the promised land. And God would have allowed Moses and Aaron to enter as well, but Moses and Aaron disobeyed the Lord when Moses struck the rock, when he was supposed to speak to it. God loves Moses dearly, but that was Moses' big mistake in life when he struck the rock. I learned something in this chapter. Korah's younger brother was the father of Moses. And that explains why Korah thought that he should take Moses' place. He was the oldest son in relation to Moses' father. That's why he didn't respect Moses' leadership. But as we've seen time and time again in the Bible, God always chooses the younger to lead the older. Korah didn't understand how God works. Even though Korah already knew the story of Perez, he already knew the story of Jacob and Esau, he already knew about Cain, Abel, and Seth. Korah also knew about Joseph and his brothers. So all those stories would show anybody that God often picks the younger to lead the older. But Korah didn't understand. And that concludes Numbers chapter 26.